Chaos is an indicator that change is required. Self-control is strength. Right thought is mastery. Calmness is power. Peace be still. Patience is the calm acceptance that things can happen in a different order than the one you have in mind. Better to fight for something than live for nothing. Those who inspire lead. Daiman Jinman is a Haitian proverb that means beyond every mountain, there's another mountain. We're going to ask you this question all f***ing day long. Why are you here? The more powerful language we speak, the less power we leak. My name is Luke Kayam. We are a brotherhood of men committed to show up. This is the Fathers of the Future podcast. Show up! Don't quit! Do the work! Lead with love! Trust the process! Yeah, a lot's changed throughout the years. A lot has changed. My father was a fisherman of very small fish in Hawaii. He netted Opelu and Akuli and he would hook Menpachi and... Anyone that knows Hawaiian fishermen knows that netting opelu is like one of the original ways to catch opelu. They handlined, but the nets were really vital to feeding the masses. And my father lived out in Waianae, out in Makaha, and the Leslie family, this man named Henry Leslie, a Hanai uncle to me growing up taught my father how to net opelu when I was really young. I was probably around six or seven years old. And I remember going out with my dad and learning how to break the eye and how to hold the hanai and bring the fish under the boat and pull the net. And it was, I was amazed. My dad was Superman to me. He would come in and he would give so much fish. My mom would get upset (laughs) because he's supposed to be out there making money. But my dad pass this connection down to me on how to connect with people on a different level. It's not money oriented. It's you give. It's transformational, not transactional. I I like it. Give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Teach a man a fish, he eats for life. Yeah, shout out to the Leslie family (laughs) over there in Middle E and out in uh, Kona. Amazing people. They're still fishing till today. Hopefully the younger generation in the KK are keeping up with it because I know times have changed. Laws have changed. Rules have changed. Management. A lot of fisheries now are managed. You know, the resources are there and the, the fishing is sustainable, but it's overmanaged by politics. And that is what I've seen change a lot of in my lifetime. Being a commercial fisherman myself for many years, fighting in the state legislative office, watching people just turn on people without listening to the facts, not even listening to science, not even listening to their own education that's being brought and brought to the table and that they pay for. They don't even want to listen. Bleeding hearts change, change a lot of things. So in Hawaii, fishing is a lot different than other places around the world. Fishermen, we use different tactics, we use different skills, and the fish in general are just different. And it's not that there's no fish left out here, they're just college educated, they're very smart. (laughs) You gotta be a very smart fisherman to catch them. What's the smartest fish? Ooh, probably the one that got away. (laughs) No, some of the smartest fish, believe it or not, are- Mahis? No, mahis are pretty, they're pretty dumb. Yellowfin ahi. Believe it or not, are very smart fish. Fastest fish? Some of the fastest fish. I think Ono. They call them Wahoo out in Florida. They're pretty fast fish. Mean, meanest fish? 
Pelagics, yeah, would probably be the Ono as well. Yeah. Tastiest fish. Tastiest fish, probably be the Ono as well. For the Pelagic side of it. And Ono meaning the best. Ono meaning the best. Tastes good. Yeah, Ono. But yeah, there's a lot of different species of fish that we have here in Hawaii. But it sustains. It still does today. And I'd like to tap in on that. I still spearfish avidly. I put on some weight. I'm a little older now. I'm not as good as I once was, but I can still teach. And I would love to start like a young youth spearfishing class. Something to teach the youth to keep this tradition alive. Because spearfishing to me is one of the most purest forms of providing. It's a refrigerator out there that you get to cherry pick from. There's no bycatch. There's no waste. Everything you shoot, you eat. I was taught that at a young age. I would love to teach that. You don't go out for sport. It's not for fun. Sport fishing is sport fishing, and I have nothing against it, but it's sport fishing. But if I go out and I want to feed the hui of boys that we have here, I could go out for an hour and catch 10 fish and feed eight people. And it's just the most primal, perfect way that I believe. It's just my perspective, but of providing it's good exercise, it's good knowledge, and it, it, it's a good release. It gives you good, you can really feel the mana when you're underwater. And you feel the power of the ocean and respect it. You learn how to respect it a lot, especially when the landlord comes around and he wants to evict you, <laughs> meaning the shark. <laughs> but there are traditions, certain traditions in Hawaii that I see that are fading away. Music. Perished. Yeah. Yeah, what? M music what? Music is one. U ukulele? Yeah, kanikapila. The older style of music, I see the youth changing their views, listening, what they hear now they want to produce and play out. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just seeing that tradition, right? The hula, it's starting to slow down. Thank goodness for the Merry Monarch. If we hadn't had the Merry Monarch, our traditions wouldn't be not just televised, but re-sung and re-taught fishing. A lot of people, we have access to more technology nowadays, right? You have GPSs, you have depth recorders that can see a thousand plus feet. So fishing, the old traditional ways of fishing where they would line up landmarks with the mountain, there was no depth recorders and no GPS where you could push a button and mark a spot. The old ways have gone. They're changing. There's a lot of different things that, you know, I know that this is all a part of change. You know, there's nothing we can do to change that. That's that's the advancement. But I'd like to see some of that stuff come back and be retaught. Historical training and information, yeah. how it began, the origin. Stargazing. Yeah. How they mapped, how Hawaiians and Polynesians ended up here in Hawaii to begin with. Understanding the stars more. Understanding what like I said before, the bridge, I call it the bridge. The ocean is our bridge. It doesn't divide us. It brings us together. It truly does because we're all islanders and ocean people. Like coming here to Maui, meeting your friend Pono for the first time. Hey, we hit it off. We got something in common. We fish. The ocean brings us together and it's a safe place. It's a safe refuge. Listening to some of the local people here that say that their refuge is the ocean and then they go there with their ohana and then having tourists make waves 
tourists don't understand what the ocean really means to us. It's our sanctuary. It's almost religious. We need to find peace and be at peace at times. And right now, all of Lahaina and all of Maui need to be and find peace. And that's where they go. And then to have people come and disrupt that because they just, they're ignorant. They just don't know. It's heartbreaking to hear these stories. I know I'm rabbit trailing a little bit, but that about the ocean, it really means a lot to us. And that's what I believe ties us all together. And I was very fortunate to grow up in the ocean. Mm. I wasn't in the mountains much. A lot of my friends hunted. So even to this day, I still trade with them. I barter with them. I give them fish. They give me pork. Mm. And that's how we can survive. It's not always about money. Yeah, we need money to survive, but I get so much more joy when I bring to my kupuna and my elderly fish in my neighborhood that they cannot go out and catch for themselves anymore or even find in the store. The kind of fish that I go out and catch, they cannot find in the store. You took your niece out the other day too? She, yeah. She caught some fish? Yeah, she caught a really nice size ninui. How old? She's nine years old. Nine years old. Yeah, she's learning and she's excited. Every Friday we go fishing and now she's telling her dad, hey, I want to go with uncle, we go fishing. <laughs> I love that. That's what I love to see is I had that in me when I was young and I still have it today. I'm hooked. <laughs> the ocean gives me not just the food that it provides, but it also gives me the peace of mind that I need. Just like the land does for the local people of Hawaii and the Hawaiians that have put their hands into that soil for generations in their ahupua'as from their way up in the valleys working the lo'i fields to all the way down to the ocean and, and fishing. You know, that's what the island provides. And they teach their keiki how to survive. And little by little, the gentrification of Hawaii is taking that away. If you could tell the people in Maui who've lost their homes, lost their jobs, lost everything... What would you say to them? To be honest, I, I don't have much words. If I was standing in front of all of them right now, I would cry. But I say, stay strong. Our hearts are with you. You're not alone. I live out in Kona. And when this happened, I felt that you were my ohana. Like it was in my neighborhood. And I know it wasn't, but I felt it. If there's anything you could say to your people here in Hawaii, what would it be? We're talking legacy shit now. Stand strong and keep strong. Don't just go on about your day. Don't forget about Maui. Don't forget. They still need us. I'm going to be trying to reach out as to many people, as much people as I can, and to do what I can and how I can. I can't everything. I don't have all the solutions. But if someone needs something, reach out. We will try to make it happen. I can testify. We met on Instagram and this is our second mission together. That's the power of contribution and assisting and helping humanity is you, is you get to meet people in times of crisis. And there's a lot of weird people out there who a lot of them are full of shit. But every now and again, you get to meet somebody who's a absolute warrior and a brother that you'd go to battle with. Yep. And um, I appreciate you, brother, for being here and coming out and... and and assisting and helping and coming on here and just sharing a little bit of your heart, man, because it is important. We, we have to continue talking and, and talking to people of Hawaii and people of Maui and 
continue to get this message out um, everywhere because we cannot forget about Maui. I appreciate you guys for being here. Uh, I'm going to change it up. Uh, if you'd like to make a donation, uh, I'm going to put a link in the comment section um, it, up above, and you can make a direct donation to us, uh, and we are using that money 24-7 um, to get whatever is needed. Uh, we'll be here for the next 48 hours on Maui, but we'll be back here in December for Mission to Maui 4, where we will continue to help and serve and give back to to the beautiful people of West Maui, Lahaina, and of Maui, Hawaii. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate you, too. Thank you. If you got something out of this, pay it forward. We appreciate you for being here. God bless. One love. Aloha.